Lost, lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? My mind's telling me cream, but my muggins... My muggins is telling me milk. Even I'm getting sick of it now. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking diabolical. That was a fucking good one, wasn't it? That was uh, We are off the block. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Main Sloss. When's Sloss coming back? He's been fucking on form lately. He's been he's released three podcasts in the last two weeks. Yeah, but so I can... I, I didn't listen to the last one. It's got uh, Heggy, Bart Freeburn and Cody on. Oh, cool. And uh, I haven't listened to it because I've got a long journey coming up tomorrow. Oh, where are you off and to? I'm going to let them keep me company. I'm going to Dublin. Ah, uh, Northern Ireland. <laughs> <Very nice>. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> all Northern Ireland. You, you were just going over there and tearing open fucking old scars, weren't you? Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, well. What did you do again? You went over, and this is one of your bits, so I'm not asking you oh, to yeah, fuck the audience. Um, but this is a bit that's based on something that happened. Yeah, I went. You went. Go, go on. Oh, do you want me to? Yeah. I, went, I went over there when I was uh, 17. To do the Empire. The, the so em- this was in Belfast, in Northern Ireland? Yeah, in Belfast. Um, I've, I've never been to the Republic. And uh, I went over there when I was 17. And I didn't really understand how, uh, like, what what was going on with them. Yeah, I still don't. Like, I don't, like you, yeah. you, it, because I was born in 96, I think the Good Friday Agreement was signed in 96 or something. I think we've but fucked them, so it's best that we don't do a history lesson. All right, yeah. Basically, I think we got Northern Ireland in the transfer market on a loan. <laughs> on <deal. Bosman>. <laughs> <laughs> It come over, it got a few goals with us, so we got to go out on loan to buy. And then, um, and then I, so I went over there when I was 17 years old didn't really understand. I walked on stage in the Empire and I fucking am bombing. And uh, I did a joke where I mentioned I was from Croydon and my opening joke back then was, uh, oh, hello, my name's Elliot. I'm from Croydon. Don't worry, I survived the riots. Also got a TV out of it, so it all worked out. And they just fucking looked at me. What do you know about riots? Yeah. Come on, fucking Belfast, right? an armed militia fighting yeah. the actual fucking army. Oh yeah, they they looked, yeah. they just looked so unimpressed. And then someone, uh, it was said, but someone came up to me afterwards and went, uh, "You know, the last time we heard your accent, it was telling us to put our hands against the wall." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I went back a year later and blew a threesome. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. just broke a leg or something. Yeah, yeah, a rib yeah. or both. Yeah, uh, no, um, I got uh, two girls back to my hotel room and uh, one of them fell off the bed and slipped a disc. Like, generally, this isn't an excuse. That's what happened. Had to call, like, an ambulance thing. And so I walked down past the guy who'd let us up into our room. And when there's a girl getting into, a, into like, an ambulance, like, cab thing, and the guy was just looking at me like, what the fuck is this English like, bastard yeah, doing? <laughs> <laughs> It was a proper tragic moment as well. You hip for Cheryl. <laughs> it was a proper tragic moment as well where I had to go to the girls and was helping them out. I was like, I just had to know, was it on? <laughs> then was it? Yeah. It was but I was like 18 at the time, man. It was, and yeah. I'm surprised they booked you back that quick. Uh, yeah, no, no, fucking. I, they haven't been with off the curb. Yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> been back since, and uh, they'll, they'll, they'll fucking take a lot of people there because it's a midweek gig for low paying cash. And if you're. I think if you're from a certain part of England, you're in for a tough time at that gig. Turbulent. Yeah. 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 I get away with being Geordie, right? Like, they could say, uh, like, in Scotland and Wales and Ireland and Northern Ireland, they could say all the way from England, right? Or in, in throws under the bus as a comp, uh, he's come up from England. And there'd be, like, a little bit of unrest in the audience as they collectively right. hit on the English. And then they hear a Geordie accent. In here, like, oh, you got fucked by the British government too. Oh yeah, they they, fucking, they'll, they'll be like, oh, Thatcher. they pulled the back, yeah. uh, they pulled the backbone out of all of the industry in the northeast and all the transport links and just fucking left you there. So, so uh, like, I, I get a pass. You don't. No, you don't not get really. that pass. But you know what? I do get. I get an underground in London, and I'd rather have that. <laughs> what, the, and, and the fucking the respect, respect of, of the, the respect of, of a certain part of people in, I've is got, that, I've got is that people. attitude why people hate you yeah but do you know what like the, 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 I don't I don't understand any of the things with like 
those. Uh, whenever I, wa- I basically I watch the Ross Kemp episode, so I kind of understand it all. There's some guys who walk up and down in orange, and they all get fucked off. But like the rest of the country get fucked off. Or there's a part of them get fucked off by it. And I'm with the guys who get fucked off because I think the people walking up and down in the orange, they're doing that as like silly boys. Off, like yeah, and I've I, I understand that because uh, Brighton. Palace, uh, sometimes the Brighton fans deliberately walk past the Palace pub with the police walk, and it's like a deliberately antagonistic. Yeah, it's antagonistic, and they're like, oh, what would, and like some fans, I don't condone it, will like throw a beer can or something, and then the police go, and have to shut the place down and make it out. There was a riot when it wasn't, it was like one. What is like the death of English hooliganism is now someone will launch a beer can at like and it will go nowhere near the fans and the police will shut the whole of Croydon down and then uh, they go you see this is why and you're like well yeah because you walked them by all the palace but like mm. what did you think was gonna it's happen causing trouble you live in I went, when I was world. out in, I was in Derry which is the I think they call it Slash Town or Stroke Town or something because they have a stroke between Derry London Derry right. Derry Stroke London Derry so like whichever way you want to call it depends on where you're inclined right and, uh, and I did you know normally you get up like oh it's good to be here in Liverpool it's good to be here in Birmingham right it's good to be here in <sighs> I'm going to upset <laughs> half the room here like, like it's good to be here what do you call this place when you couldn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's how I opened in Derry. And I was just like, honestly, because I just like, I love all of you, but I just don't, I feel like I'm at my mate's house when he's arguing with his missus. Oh, and you're like, you're like, I, I get along with you both really well, but can one of you give me a lift home? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you, uh, when you gig in Edinburgh, and you'll do a thing and you'll be like, hey, fuck Glasgow, am I right? And you think like, please never come see me in Glasgow because when I'm there, yeah, it's way more, hey, Edinburgh, fuck, right? fuck Edinburgh, am I right? Yeah, like I do, I, I used to say in Glasgow, like I've, I've moved to Edinburgh with the rest of the English people, like calling people from Edinburgh English, yeah. but like I'm English. And I'm going, I'm English and I've moved to Edinburgh, but they're all English. <laughs> I'm going, like, they fucking are English. <laughs> oh, oh, you feel like a proper race traitor when you're in Scotland, then uh, you start slagging off, like, like when I'm there and I start slagging off London. I'm like, hey, fuck London, am I right? And I'm like, I can't wait to get back and get a night. Glas- Glasgow does have an underground, though. Oh, not really. It's got one no, that covers the whole no, place. I'm sorry, Glasgow, oh. you haven't got an underground. No, hold That's, on. That, that doesn't count. Hold on a minute. You've got, like, in. in in Glasgow, you've got one loop that goes clockwise and counterclockwise that hits every fucking spot in Glasgow, right? In London, you've just got that fucking mishmash of cable you've got going on in there. Oh, get off it. Get off at the central line and then walk across bank to the other station to the northern I line d- and then go up and you're just like, could have just got a fucking Uber. No, I, I, I agree. Built in the 1800s. I, I, I had to do Glasgow that. built it when the fuck. I don't know how they built it. I'm, I'm peddling fucking knowledge I don't have. <laughs> but by the seams of it, Glasgow built it when they when they had that shit together. Yeah, the 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 problem with London is that that underground is like a hundred and something years old. Like oh yeah, it's lines. mentioned in Dracula. And and so because some of it's like a hundred, it's like the same thing with uh why the the trains in London, the outer London trains are fucked. Like if you go down to where I live. They're hundreds of years old. There's stations that are there that probably don't need to be there, but there's line stopping. It's the same with, I found out that, you know, the M25 around London, right? Uh, It was originally just meant to be one stop in every borough. So you jump on it, you jump off, depending where you're going. The problem was all the small towns around the M25 started complaining it was going to take away business. So once one small, light little place got a thing that went off for them, all of them got it. So it completely fucking destroyed the point of the M25. So now as a as a ring road, of, it's just meant to be like one giant ring road. Like, okay, you live in South London, you want yeah. to get to the edge of North London, jump but on the M25. But now there's too many ons and offs. Now there's too many ons and offs, so people just jump on it to go a little distance, so it defeats the purpose of it. Yeah. Oh, well, my point is, but like, basically South London well, hasn't got an well, underground. My point is, it's a, it's an old city that if you could start again with London, you'd do it very differently. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like, I, I'm like genuinely unsure about when Glasgow became a city. But I feel like it's way more modern because it's it's got that New York style uh, grid roads uh, a lot of the time. It has got weird meandering motorways which are cool as fuck because they bypass everything. But like if you look at Edinburgh, none of that's fucking gridded. They were they built that city when you are like getting the quickest route from A to B on a horse. Yeah. Everything's like interlocked. You were, like if you're on a horse, right? You wouldn't go like down two blocks and then left and then go on two blocks and wait at traffic lights, right? You just want to fucking go up and over the hills and oh, shit. Oh man, Edinburgh is like a game of Sim City creator that's gone fucking wrong oh, you know what you I mean like getting, you don't know you're getting drunk yeah you don't know how to pave the, the cobbles on the streets and then uh, you just put a castle in the middle of it and then a then a festival 
And then a tram lane. What the fuck? What made them look at that fucking mess? I like that tram lane. Oh man, what a fucking mess that city was for years as they went over budget and fucking over time, just trying to like you could probably like like I said, a a modern city that's more of a grid system. You could probably get a tram in there, no bother. You'd like block some roads and divert them to others, but they just did not have the fucking like. Don't get me wrong. You could give me several trillion pounds and went put a tram system in Edinburgh and I couldn't have done it, right? With all of the money at my back, I couldn't yeah. have done it. So it's easy for me to go, what what a mess that is. I wouldn't like to be the guy with I, that challenge. I quite Somebody li- did it. I quite like it. I, I thought the trams were quite useful because when I was when I did a Reading this year and had to come back up to the festival, so you have to leave early in the morning, fly down, hmm. get picked up, do Reading, get dropped off, fly back. I got to the, to the airport and jumped on the tram, and it was actually quite quick to like uh, Prince's yeah, we, Street. Me and Sloss raced it. Right. Yeah, I, I, we mentioned it on the podcast already, but just uh, people that haven't caught up, um, he he was adamant that it wasn't as quick on the tram. And I was like, it's a fucking tram. It's a straight line. If you're getting a, a taxi, you're getting every traffic light on the way. So he took the taxi, and I got the tram, and he managed to get in three games of FIFA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he lives got, quite he close to back. the airport, though. He got back so quick. And like I thought he was like joking about how long he'd been back, but like he'd finished the split. Like, he had his record. Like you can see the games he, he played. And I was just like, all oh, right, like you just come in and fucking run. He went back to the airport, went on holiday. Ah, uh, yeah. Fucking, he'd actually started putting posters up on lampposts to see where I am. <laughs> <laughs> While you were on a tram, a missing sign appeared on the tram. <laughs> um. Well, and yeah, it's not even that cheap, really. It's like no, it's five, minimum, Creed, so five or minimum, five point six years. Croydon has trams, and I get them maybe once a year when I accidentally go to West Croydon instead of East Croydon and have to jump on the tram. It's the only time I ever get the tram. Did one of your tr- did your, one of your trams came off? Yeah, yeah, a load of people died. People, yeah, holy shit! But if that happened in Edinburgh. No one would get hurt because they just like push them a little bit, like gently nudge them doing the street because <laughs> they're fucking slow. Oh, yeah. they're like six miles an hour or something. It's, it's mad. It happened. Uh... You'd just be in the middle of a conversation. The tram would come off the tracks and they'd just be going, "Oh, two seconds, mate. I'm just getting pushed doing the road by this tram." <laughs> Dude, it's 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 insane. Like there's someone like I think it's like an old line because the the way it bends, it doesn't like just bend. It like. It's like some Formula One sort of bend, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, you got them striped pavements. Yeah, yeah. It's the, like... The pavement it, stones. It's just, it's just a pure... But I don't know why I'm signalling like the podcast listeners are able to see, but... Oh, they can feel your body language uh, cool. oozing through the microphone. <laughs> and it, it just like bend and it, one went down there too fast and like came off. I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before. People started marking themselves safe who lived in Brighton. And I was like... you. What are you fucking doing? Oh, man. <laughs> like, I live in Croydon and I don't get on that tram. Muggles. <laughs> yeah. That is mugglery when people mark themselves safe when they're not near the area. I think we might have covered We've that. We've covered it so many surely, times. Surely, Speaking of marking ourselves safe, have you seen, like, the news that, like, Russia and America are about to go at war again? Oh, fucking... Is they're it like, it, they're like Ross and Rachel, man. Just fucking get it over with. Go for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of pussies always talking. We some nukes. Make it get exciting. So that's what's going on. The, the Syrian government uh, oh, yeah. poisoned some rebels, gassed some rebels oh, or something. Oh, yeah. Mate, I, I, again, I peddling knowledge I don't have. This is what's wonderful about this podcast. You just get fucking <laughs> information from me and um, you. If there's any Syrian rebels listening... Tweet us so at Elliot Tr- Steelcom. So Trump, Trump isn't there. Uh, Trump isn't going to go on his visit to Latin America and instead he's going to work out what he's going to do with the Syrian government and Russian not like fucking go for it, bitch. I think that's what's happening. Hey, I've done a lot more research on World War One since the last time we talked about it. Okay. Do you want to know how World War One started? Go on. Is it the F- Archduke of Ferdinand? Archduke of Ferdinand? Yeah. The Archduke Les Ferdinand of Newcastle. No, Fra- Archduke of Ferdinand. <laughs> Frank Ferdinand. Right, I'll talk you through it. It's all about allegiances. Right. France had an allegiance with Russia. I'm not sure where that allegiance stemmed for, from. But Russia weren't seen as a big powerhouse at the time. They just lost a little skirmish with Japan. Right. right. But Russia and France, they're buddies. Right. Cool. And at the same time... Uh, Germany in the Austro-Hungarian Empire are buddies, but for no other reason that they're the central power. Yeah. They're like um, they're together. They're you the know, Axis, like, right? They're right in the middle. Yeah, but they, they were called the Axis, Axis of Evil. No, is that what that is? No, they were just called the Axis. That's or... never 
come up with any of my literature that I've read so far, but oh, right. Cause there was maybe the were. There was the Allies and the Axis, or that might be World War Two. Right. So you've got Austro-Hungarian Empire and Germany, who are just like, they're just brothers, right? They're like, we don't necessarily get along. Or they've got no real reason to be a partner. Describing your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Gav. Your, your relationship we, with Gav. We had a boxing match. We don't necessarily get along, but he's there. We don't see eye to eye. Yeah, me and Gav get along great. We've had some, we've had some business arguments. So, uh, but uh, we're fucking buddies. So they're, um, they're getting along just for the sake of we're surrounded by France, by Russia, by the Ottoman Empire. Did that just do a little blink? Yeah. Um, it seems to have full battery. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know what that was. Um, so they're surrounded by people. Um, Syria and not Syria, Serbia, which is like oh, fuck. I don't. I don't even know if that's in the Ottoman Empire. I don't think it is. But Serbia are with Russia, right? England what? aren't with France, right? England, like, even though England went and fought with France, we didn't give a fuck about them. Right. We were just like crack on. They asked us for help, and we were just like when it kicked off, and we're just like, nah, I'm grand. Right. You, you seem to have your thing going on over there. We're just going to sit here and have some industry. But we did have an uh, agreement with Belgium that they remain neutral. I think it's because we had like trade routes to the Antwerp, to the, uh, the port. Like right, we, we, yeah. we were just buddies with Belgium, but Belgium were neutral. And they didn't really have big armies because uh, Britain's got that back. Cool. Right? So that's where we're at at the minute. But then this fucking uh, Serbian guy, and it wasn't even in Serbia, it was in Bosnia. It was in Sarajevo. The Serbian guy, Gavali Princip, shot the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, who yes. was uh, making like I don't know. He had like he had very progressive plans. Actually, he would have probably been the person that they shouldn't have shot. Was, they should have probably shot the other there. Working France. Was this yeah, like they wanted a but, war, and this was the reason to go to war? Like, weren't they already oh, looking to go? No, no, they were already looking happened, to go to war. Right. So Austria, Austro-Hungarian Empire, just fucking checked in with Germany. You've got my back, right? And Germany were like, of course, we've got your back. We're the fucking central power. We're surrounded, right? And then Austria just fucking ran in and just done a passion, like in hot blood, fucking uh, attack on Serbia. Oh, right? bloody, and then bloody all, Austria. All of a sudden, Germany were at war, right? And they'd already fucking made plans of fucking attacking shit. So they already had plans in order for when war kicked off because they were probably going to invade anyway, right? But then uh, Russia stuck up for fucking Serbia. So all of a sudden Germany attacked Russia. Then all of a sudden France attacked Germany on the other front because it's the kickoff of all of the fucking um, the allegiances. And then fucking England is still sat there just going, no, we're cool. And the fucking stupid Germans went and marched right through fucking Belgium, but marched with force through Belgium, then big Bertha bombs, like, blowing up the, the leg. And, uh, and England fucking got involved, and then all of a sudden it's fucking... And then, on top of that, Germany fucking uh, docked some of their ships in Turkey, right? And fucking the Turkish like, were like, oh, well, you've given away that we're not neutral by parking here. So the fucking Germans put feathers on so they would look Turkish and just go, oh, just pretend you bought my boat. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just there in this fucking big battleship with feathers on. And then when we went, uh, Turkey, I'm not found for a little hat routine. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost as bad as the glasses with the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was that fucking... <laughs> On a global war it scale. Was fucking that level of bullshit, right? There's fucking photographs of this big German battlecruiser with fucking German guys with fucking feathers on. <laughs> Swear to God. And then, and then Britain wanted to say, just say, ah, oh, how are Turkey, you fucking mugs. <laughs> and then we sent in uh, our forces from India and the Anzac, like the Australia and New Zealand, the parts of the British Empire. So that's when it became a global war, when uh, the rest of the fucking continent started rushing in on... And, um, and, What's the place called again? Begins with G. Not Gibraltar. Uh, people are screaming at the podcast now. But anyway, that I think in a nutshell, that's how World War One kicked off. Right. I thought it was. I thought it was to do with like uh, the reason they were arguing was over empires. Like a lot of it was to do with Africa. So it was like kind of like ah, oh, we want it. like it was. And it was, I haven't went back that far, but there was shit going on. Like the Boer Wars were against the Dutch, weren't they? Yeah, all, all of that stuff. But then. Um, I feel, like I've, I feel like I've joined in like on season three. Right, yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Um, but as bad as World War One was, right, how good is Battlefield 1 as a video game? Is, is that a World War One game? Yeah, mate. Oh, I've never played it. Mate, you've got to get on board oh, on Battlefield 1. Oh, it's the yes. shit. 
Oh, it's that, what, it, what what platform? Uh, PS4. This is this Can is you get it awful. on PS4? Because yeah. <laughs> I thought like if Battlefield fucking fours out or something, I thought it might have been on the PS3. No, 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 no. Battlefield. There's like Battlefield Four, but Battlefield One is World War One. It's the newest one. Oh like, really? Battlefield One. Yeah. Oh shit, mate. You gotta get on it. It's, it's one of it's the best first person shooter. It's better than Call of Duty. Oh so, yeah, I want to take that on just like fucking mess myself in it and like cry. I don't think Sloss is ever going to be angrier while listening to a podcast and then, then be known as you explain what War One to me. You could have made anything up. You could have. You could I mean, have I filled me. in some blanks. It, I'm going to be honest. It's, like. it's, it's me. You could. It's me. You could have been like, oh yeah, and there was this guy named Jonathan, and he just decided he was going to streak all through Europe, and oh. everyone went at war. And I'm well, like, let, oh, let me tell you this. I just, I just put this up as a Facebook status because I enjoyed it. Did you read it? No. I'll tell it the podcast. There was this young boy, 14 years old, like in 1914, uh, and, and he was in juvenile detention, and he escaped by squeezing through the bars. Right. <laughs> he fucking snuck out of his detention centre by squeezing through the bars, and then he went, actually, he'd done this on purpose, it wasn't just like, it just didn't transpire to happen, but he uh, he picked a victim who was a soldier that was going back on the front line, right, like a few years older yeah. than him, because he was at the age of consent for war um, and he he got him drunk got him pissed stole his rifle his papers and his badges and got on the fucking uh, whatever well, the boat the the transport to the front line in France as the guy who had got pissed 14 years old right and he's in the fucking front line by his own admission at the age of 14 right and he's just not enjoying the banter in his battalion just a bunch of people he doesn't know that aren't really accepting of him and that and he's like oh fuck this he's bell ends and he just whacked in the trenches until he found other people that were from where he was from and fucking obviously he's a scouser yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just went for a wander down the trenches alright man <laughs> And he just went for a wonder between the trenches and fucking fun some of their scousers and just were like, oh, fuck, I'll fight with these guys, you know, my brother. <laughs> and then uh, he got found out and sent him, but still hilarious. Like, that's an actual legend. So what was, what, what, so he broke out of prison and then decided, oh, I've had enough of prison, I fancy going to war. I just went out to war, just like his own admission, 14 years old. Fucked 14 years old, I know I couldn't get the bus to Newcastle. I want, I want to do a, a bit about this, yeah, but this is, this is, oh, I've been doing a bit about this. You see, like, when I, I say this thing now where I go, people, people have to be patient between with men aged 16 and 30 because it's such a difficult time for us, and it really is. Because when shit kicks off with Russia, it's me who's going to be fucking drafted. Like, it's me who's going to be drafted and dropped out over in Russia. And I'm like, uh, you know, I go to the gym, I train a little bit. They're going to look at me and go, yep, put him on the front line. He could be killed by Igor. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we're not winning that war. And I, I, don't <laughs> think, I don't think that's so true now because, you know, like if you, if you didn't, what's it called? Conscientious rejection? No, that's Conscientious not. object. Conscientious objector. Object, objector. Where you say no. And like in the past, they would get fucking locked up and they would be like found upon yeah, by but society. I'm not, I think like in today's society, you'd be celebrated for I, saying no, this is your yeah. Yeah, but I'm not a wee bitch. Well, you were going there. <laughs> no. The neat little fucking jawheads like you. No. I'd be there going like, no, no, I've got to fucking fill in for sloths on the podcast. <laughs> I got my dad. The people need laughter. I got my dad to sing this form like a fucking, like I forgot my uniform fucking excuse. Oh, man, it's mad when, like, things get weird with Russia because, you know, like, people... Napoleon couldn't invade because of the winter. Hitler couldn't invade because of the winter. And we think we're going to win. We'll send out a fucking tank replacement bus. You ever try to get from one bit of Britain to the other when it's snowing and we think we're uh, going to get through Siberia? That, <laughs> not happening. We need to cool our hype when shit gets off with them. That's my bit of logic on what, uh, what's going on in the world right now. Russia's a fucking interesting beast, like... It's just massive. Why is it so massive? Oh, How do you fucking claim that much land? Is it because it's flat? I started reading that book you were talking about, the prison. prisoners of geography, and I think it's just because it's so such an expanse of flatness. After the fucking like, there's some mountains like a third, not even a third, like a quarter of the way into Russia. There's some mountains and everything east of that, like the European side of it, is like. You know, like Moscow and everything. Right. That's more European. And then the rest of it, Siberia, that's all like fucking flatland. So I guess the only way you can defend it if you haven't got any like geographical borders is to just keep expanding yeah. until you reach yeah, that, that, until you reach book, a geographical that's border. That's what the book says, isn't it? Like, 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 like yeah. sea or mountain range. So I think that's why it's such a big place, but... It's just, it's just which makes it impossible to invade. Cause I, don't, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to invade a country. Uh, like I, I ain't going to say that's my area of expertise. 
Well, which I don't think anyone was ever going to ask me, innit? Do you no. know if I was going to invade a country, do you know where I'd invade? Fucking San Marino, bruv. Like, so we could stop playing them in the qualifiers. Yeah, just their players can play for you now. <laughs> no, just like, why am I having to stop the Premier League? Because I've got to watch fucking England play Montenegro again. Just, bruv, go over there. Take yeah. that and just be like, look, you could be part of us. <laughs> why, did, why did Luxembourg have to be neutral? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not just got involved. Even if Germany took you over, right? Like, just, just fuck me, man. You don't need to be a... You're ruining the Premier League every week. Well, that, that's, again, my London-centric side. <laughs> it's coming through, isn't it? Um, should we... How long are we done? We, we, is it muggle time? Uh, we've done 25 minutes. Uh, I think we could probably get into yeah. some... Uh, uh, I've got to defend my thing. I was involved in a in a Facebook status. Is this a, is this part of your muggle corner? Is this something no. you want to talk about? Oh, something I want to talk about. Where you got you got blamed. I got blamed. I was I was uh, brought up in a victim. I don't. I wouldn't even know how to explain it. Somebody made a parody account oh. of a comedian who we know called Sophie Hagen. Yeah, who is controversial in some of our opinions. Like I always get along with Sophie. I, I don't get along with. I, I don't agree with a lot of the things that she says no, online. She I think should be allowed to say. She's having a stance, but she's allowed to say that. Yeah. And you know what? Like I don't reply to anything with me disagreement because this, this is her feed. This is her opinion. Uh, yeah, it's weird, it's, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy that gets into a trolling war. But you have once or twice engaged. Well, you get, engaged once where she was trying to say that coconut water were fat shaming people. Yeah, and you were just like, "That's your battle." Yeah. You're trying to bring down coconut water, yeah, which man. is very funny and very valid. But like, it's a why you're getting into that. I battle. just, I just got involved. I just found it funny, yeah. like just like coconut water. Like I was sending it tweets, going "fuck you" with your refreshing and replenishing taste. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not providing a lovely service for. Yeah, and it is. It, she was like going at it for like. A, a stance of like because it had a thing saying uh, "get that beach body," and it's like I try to get a beach there is a market for that I know I can understand I can see the point of people yeah. going fat for but guess what I get involved in the whole get your, get a beach body sort of whatever that is that's a marketplace for me someone like me who tries to do it and me, I buy into that service me too I've, I've seen the uh, the retaliation to get a beach body and it wasn't to that advertising campaign it was to the one that was at the London Underground the protein world one the protein world one get a beach body ready and then there was this thing that went around how to be beach body ready one find a beach two have a body and then I just wanted to write three brackets optional workout yeah <laughs> eat well <laughs> yeah, fuck me. there's no harm in it I love getting I'll say this I like getting into shape like at the moment because of all like, the stuff that I'm doing I can't I can't go to Muay Thai or anything and it's a it frustrates me like I feel a little bit like oh that's that's one thing I like doing but, yeah, you but, feel good you wake up with a bit of a fucking get up and go there's a connection between the body and the mind there's no negative side effects to trying to pursue a beach body and if, if people don't want to do it that's fine I uh, think it's a bit muggly to be like oh I'm not going to do it I'm going to and it's like okay I understand but then you you can't be upset you can't get jealous of the person who it's like anything if you put a bit of time and effort into something you're gonna get a bit more of a result than someone who's done. Anyway, that's not the point. The biggest victim of this campaign was the the model in the poster, the girl who worked out like to a point that she looked fantastic in a bikini, and she fucking did. Yeah. Right. Not in a pervy point of view, but as a person who works out, going, you fucking really worked hard. It's to, her job to, to look to look fucking <laughs> wonderful. And look, you are pleasing on the eye. That's yeah. just the way it is. Just the same as some smells smell good and yeah. some smells smell bad. Right. It is not objective. <laughs> Fart stink. Right? <laughs> and I was looking at that going yep that is a nice smell for the eyes <laughs> what the fuck was that I went down on that I was saying if that was a fucking overweight person it would be like getting cupcake it would be like getting your eyes cupcake too would <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with being overweight but you don't want to see the fuck Sloss will be listening to this oh, one after man. the World War One chat just tearing his hair out yeah this is what I want my podcast to be guys no fat shaming f- no. I'm, I'm not fat shaming I am just saying objectively for me the fucking people marketing called it that I would enjoy looking at that and I fucking did uh, yeah. <laughs> so when I looked at that I was like cool 
She looks great. Now, she got fucking her poster campaign pulled down. She's probably that excited telling her family, I got this big gig. The pro- I'm the face of the protein adverts. Uh, I'm and in a like, well bikini, Dad, yeah. on the underground. Yeah, You're yeah. going to be proud. You were worried I was going to get a beer porn star, <laughs> weren't you, Pops? <laughs> oh, well, guess what? Now that they've fucking brought down my posters, fucking I've got to make ends meet. <laughs> And now that girl is taking loads on her face <laughs> because people got insecure about their weight. I know. <laughs> but yeah. So I've got my opinions. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. lock horns. No, no, I don't lock horns I, with anybody. I, I, and if anybody locks horns with me on this, because I, like, of it's, it's 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 exactly different. But listen, the fact the point I make is. Hagen's allowed her point to allow to play her oh, place. No, you're on point. your podcast. I've done it on my you're platform. She's done it on hers. We didn't absolutely. interfere with each other. We can both uh, get along. Uh, absolutely. And we both do get along. And someone made a parody account of her and she sort of wrote a status accusing me of being one of the people who made the parody account. But the thing was, one, I think parody accounts at the best of time are shit. Like, they've got to be really good. Like, boring James Milner, the Twitter account of that. That has put so much dedication and it makes me go, ha, every now and then. Yeah. Like, they're not for me. Secondly, this parody account was dog shit, so I was more offended that she thought it was me because it was a load of shit you, jokes. You think you would have made some more astute comments? <laughs> oh, yeah, it just, there wasn't, subtlety wasn't its strong point, shall I say. Yeah. Like, and thirdly, it was like, what, what annoyed me afterwards was loads of people started making these statuses tagging me in them like coming to my defence without me I just ignored the entire yeah. situation and even when you don't agree with the people that stick it up for you like you feel like they're talking with your voice yeah and you're like oh this isn't how I want to project myself right now yeah it's, it's like you see like people who with Brexit it's like people who probably voted leave for a valid reason then you get these people going blow passport and you go oh they're on my team yeah you, <laughs> like, you, you are go, not helping oh you fucking idiots you're on my you know what I mean I felt like that I felt like there was just a load of things going on that were to do with with me and you just suddenly go like well in this situation do I do I make a comment but it's almost as if I comment that's an admission or if I if I say I didn't do it people also but if I stay silent is that an admission of guilt and do you know what I did Kai I went and played Fortnite and I had a great time you had a good time you just, let, a it, great you time. just let it simmer in the background you let, let it bubble it, just that's the best way is just stay fucking silent it blows over quicker oh, but man. the thing is like you didn't do it you didn't do the account no and she assumed you did the account and she was talking that you were turning your followers onto her and stuff like that man, but then I she got, turned her I followers got, onto you so got, the hypocrisy behind it was just a bit uh, yeah, icky I got 1,600 followers on Twitter Five of them reply every now and then. Yeah. Like I, my my followers on Twitter, nobody sat there going, "Oh, new Elliot still and tweet." They're all off this podcast. So yeah, sound- exactly, and I've tried to bang all of no. them. <laughs> <laughs> my dad listens to this. <laughs> he tried to bang my dad. <laughs> if he starts a Twitter, <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, um. But yeah, it, it was. I was just felt like I was in the middle of. Do you know what it felt like? I felt like I was in the middle of like some sort of controversy. Like I, uh, I was like, raw. Imagine what Bill Clinton felt like when he was going through his thing, where he just got, he just went and got a blazer, and he's no longer president. Uh, which is, I'm sure, how it went down. In a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I feel like this cunt at the minute he could get fucking blown by a goat and. and like, ah, <laughs> Ah, it's fucking, it's what he, what's he like? <laughs> you got, you got to admire it. Like, oh, fucking, he's been accused of everything. He's fucking Teflon. <laughs> like, you see that scene on Band of Brothers where the fucking guy's running and bullets are just fucking whizzing past him when he gets from one end of the battlefield to the other. And I'm just looking at fucking Donald Trump. And is there anything you can do that you wouldn't oh, get fucking dude, he literally could just walk He out. said, grab them by the pussy. <laughs> if I said that on this podcast, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. You can literally do an address like he can get up from behind the desk, being no pants, and just start rubbing his dick across the desk while going like, "We're gonna bomb the shit out of Russia or Tajikistan or whatever the fuck you want to call it." There's people that are going, "You gotta give it to him. He says it how it is." <laughs> it's what we're all thinking. Oh, I would have thought that'd be wearing the streets. <laughs> Oh fucking! It does make you think. How like, how is seeing what you're thinking ever been a good thing? Seeing what you're thinking got me thrown out of a stripper. <laughs> Strippers out of a stripper. <laughs> out of her. <laughs> <laughs> she did have bad breath. <laughs> Everyone was thinking it. Why did you get thrown out of a stripper's? 
I got thrown out for spewing once. <laughs> and, um, was it during the, a lap dance? Because that would have really ruined it. I, I woke thing. up, actually, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep. In a strip club. In a strip club, right? And it was, I was 21. I was the age you are now. And I know I this. I would never do nothing like that. And I know this because I had one of my 21st birthday presents in my wallet. Right. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you're thinking, not that. Right. Right. I woke up to boob on face contact, right? As this stripper is having a laugh with my mates and my mates have dared her to wake me up with her tits, right? Right. And she was like, it's on, right? And she woke me up with her boobs in my face and I just woke up just like, this is great, but I'm going to spew. <laughs> I fucking ran, right? I ran and went to the toilets and fucking kneeled down at the toilet and fucking spewed down the side of the, um, down the side of the toilet bowl I don't know how it happened because I made it to the toilet but I spewed down the side of the toilet bowl and the, the toilet attendant started kicking us started like actually fucking physically <laughs> kicking us in the ribs while I was on my hands and knees spewing like, this story just goes, gets better about so uh, I fucking stopped spewing I wiped my face down and he's like fucking angry like mopping the fucking place up yeah. after us right and like shouting at us and uh, I went in my wallet to like tip him something and I only had a £10 top man voucher that bros put in one of my birthday cards. And I, I tipped the, the, the toilet attendant with a top man voucher. So he's got nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, I feel like Donald Trump could tell that story and people would just still be like, you got to give it to me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're having a good time. <laughs> I like a president with experiences. Yeah. Um, I... That was uh, what I like about so, this podcast is we went from you detail, detailing how World War One started to you. Then nah, then that, out that's of the, actually we'll put a full stop on that and we got talking about you getting thrown under the bus online. Uh, yeah, yeah um, so that that went from you being um, you being shamed on the internet for some a crime you didn't commit. Uh, Guilty. Really, Elliot one. I am. I am the Nelson Mandela of the internet. <laughs> yes. Well, you're dead. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to do muggle corners. Yeah, go on in. Muggles are basic bitches. Yep. That's what muggles are. Mm-hmm. So what, what, do you, what do you consider to make someone a basic bitch? Uh, just, uh, just lacking that little spark of not, not just originality, like not, not even going with the herd, just like saying something because they feel it all, uh, or doing something sort of because part of the herd does it. It's seen as like, the herd should be doing this. Yeah. It's not always that the herd, sometimes there's things the herd needs to do. Like, if you ever watch Attenborough, Wildebeest, sometimes they got to stick together, otherwise they're going to get murked by a lion. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, like or you don't want to just go off on a pure fucking... you know, We're not, like, suggesting that everybody should be fully blown eccentric fucking yeah. like weirdo. Like, uh, everybody's guilty of mugglery. We're, we're guilty of it. Fucking, I would say, like, uh, half of the things that were put in We've been guilty of oh, absolutely, but it's sometimes recognizing it and going, "Ah, oh, I'm being a muggle." Yes, it's the first step to salvation. So, do you want me to open the open gambit? Yeah, go on. Then. Um, muggles spend money on Fortnite. No, right. I'm going to put in a disclaimer to defend myself in a way. Right, seven ninety nine for seven pounds ninety nine, you unlock a bunch of challenges which are fun in the team game, and it's actually a part of the game. Um, I don't think that's that muggly. I, I, it's a bit rich come for me because like I, I did this so this isn't muggly but I actually got more joy out of spending that seven ninety nine, and it's a game that is free so I'm like what difference does it make spending 8 quid on a game that I'm getting this much joy out of yeah. and now I can join in with a bunch of challenges right if people don't know what Fortnite is it's a game like the Hunger Games it's on the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox I think on the iPad now too but you, 100 people going to an island and it's last man standing yeah. and you fight you duke it out but there's an option I've <laughs> got it on right now fucking we can put the, turn it up <laughs> turn it down a little bit we'll keep it on in the background while we talk about Fortnite right. there's, there's an option at, uh, at the top to go to the store and you can let's go to it now you can go to the store and you can buy uh, 3 99 gets you 500 V-Bucks Seven ninety nine gets you a thousand V bucks. Plus a hundred bonus free bucks. Look at this, right? Let's go right to the end, right? Ten thousand V bucks, right? For eighty pound plus a bonus three and a half thousand V bucks. So V bucks is fake currency. Yeah, not bonus. Is it for a bonus three? What I've spent eighty pound. 
for 10,000 V-Bucks and I get a bonus three and a half. No, I've spent 80 pounds and got 1,300, yeah. 500 V-Bucks. We have a fucking bonus. Yeah. Oh, look at that little bargain. Right. <laughs> so some people, that means the fact that it's an option is some people are spending 80 pounds. Let's go to the locker and see what you can get once you've spent your 7.99, right? Once you've spent your 7.99, the only other things you can get is you can get a dance move called Disco Fever. You can get a, a lucky pickaxe harvesting tool. It doesn't help the game, by it. the way. It doesn't help the game. It's just how you look, right? You can get this Love Ranger outfit, which makes you look like Michelangelo's David. Is that the, like like a statue? Like uh, a statue is, that, is that the guy who's uh, like proper naked and that? Yeah, and that costs 2000 right? Let's do the maths on this. 2000 oh, of your 10000 You've not no, got no, the no, for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is the fucking... 2000 is a fifth... That's, forget that's about your I, bonus points, right? A fifth... It's a fifth of your yeah, 10,000. It's not 14 quid. That, no, a fifth. That's about 14, 14 quid, 15 quid. No, 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 because go back, go back. You see, you see, you, you see a thousand V-Bucks is 799. That's 1,000, yeah. That's 1,000 V-Bucks. So, yeah, but you get, I mean, if you get the big one or the bonus, right? So, if you get the, yeah, 20 quid, get your fucking outfit. Some people, so right now, when you're playing Fortnite and you see a guy wearing a fucking suit like that, like uh, an avatar. Oh, he's a muggle. You spend fucking 20 yeah, pounds on it. He's a muggle. The guy's probably fucking in his overdraft. <laughs> he's a muggle. I, uh, I, I, I didn't agree at the beginning, but after working that out, I agree. And uh, I'll tell you what else I think is, uh, is muggly with it. Um, the way, what was I going to say? It's the way like, uh, you, it, it defeats the point. That'd be great if you could unlock that by leveling up. Yeah. That's what I find muggly about it. That's, that looks cool as fuck. And you can, I want that thing. you can get it by leveling up actually, but because you, you can get bonus V bucks when you yeah. level up, but, but not that take, amount. It'd take yeah. forever. It would take a while. And it, it just, it just becomes like, oh, the whole point of a video game. I used to play a lot of FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah, they've lost sight of the goal, right? I used to to play FIFA Ultimate Team all the time, which is basically an online version of FIFA, and used to be able to open packs and stuff. Then they brought money into it, where you could buy the packs, and I used to graft my arse off at it, and then I remember one time I put 20 quid and got as good, and I remember just thinking like, I've just, this defeats the entire purpose of what I'm doing here. Yeah. Like, I, I play a video game because part of it is the challenge. When you play, like, old school Metal Gear Solid, you used to have to do so much shit. You used to, on any Metal Gear Solid game, you used to have to do so much shit. Complete it twice without dying or saving it. Yeah. And you get the invisibility cloak. Right. Ex- and then when you use the invisibility cloak, it makes the game better. Yeah, exactly. But then, so- or getting, a, getting skins on, uh, on Call of Duty guns, you used to have to get, like, headshots online and things. It was really difficult. And now, like, you could buy it and it just comes, why? Why? You've, you've defeated the point of video, of video games. But then I think on the flip side of that, it's kind of like build a bit. Do you, want to, do you know what I mean? You ever go build a bear and sometimes you, you buy a bear, all right, you can get the bear for like eight quid, but you want the cool shit, it's going to cost, so you, you could spend more than actual clothes but at least cost. when you're fucking buying that, you're trying to get your dick sucked. What, build a bear? <laughs> I only ever went there on like a year nine birthday party. So. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking Valentine's gift or something. I was, when you're no, just, I was never trying to get your dick sucked. Trying to fucking lay some game down so you fucking build a, build a bear. <laughs> That's <laughs> also ugly. Building a bear, <laughs> I, yeah, let's go build a bear. Just buy a fucking bear. I don't know, but let's let's not uh, lose sight of the goal. If you are fucking buying a buying an avatar for your yeah for your character, I'm in Muggle Corner. I mean, I, yeah. I paid the money on Fortnite. I paid the seven eighty nine for the challenges. Yeah, and with the challenges, I got enough V bucks that I bought one of the fucking lower level their skins just because it was a leprechaun one and I was about to play with Ryan Cullen I bought oh right, I bought the electroshock dance move <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, I could do I could do the dance you big spender let's see what that's for what are the dance floors uh, 800, I, had, I, had 800. V, I had enough V-bucks uh, yeah I, V-bucks. that was eight, 8 quids worth yeah I, I <laughs> spent that on a, on a that's on, like a thing where it's like it's I a could, cool dance move though. like you could be a millionaire right and you'd still not get fleeced by this kind of shit right without being a muggle because oh. you just have like it's like with them things Sometimes I look at something and go, I'm not spending that. Like, cash point, £1.50 to pay for a cash oh, point at one ninety nine. Suck yeah. your mum about pay for that. Give me my money, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Going for a piss at a train station. They're charging jump, for a jump, piss. Jump the barrier. Jump the barrier, piss on the fucking floor. <laughs> fucking charging me to do one of my fucking civil rights being violated. Because if, if you put them in to fucking keep homeless people out, fucking that's even more shameful. Oh, that is even more think, fucking shameful. I think the logic is it. And I, I think it works like this. With toilets built at train stations, I think what it is is... They charge until the amount it cost. I don't know. I might have just made this up completely, uh, but that's never stopped me before in this podcast. Um, 
if the amount it, they charge 30p because once they make the money it costs to create the toilets at the train station it then becomes free that's why certain train stations then have like king's cross now has free toilets victoria station now has free toilets well you know what it costs is 135 pun to get newcastle and back spend some of that on me piss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean let fucking richard it's, branson pay for oh the fucking... man it's it's ridiculous train prices <laughs> and the other thing is fucking wi-fi in hotels there's wi-fi free in the lobby i've got wi-fi that i've paid for at home i've got data on my phone right and you are clearly taxing me for me porn. Let, let me, uh, yeah, just let me porn tax. Ju- let, uh, that is this, is, tax. this is prostitution, yeah. but not even a good kind. Oh, <laughs> if I'm wanking in your restaurant, fucking that's because you tried to charge me for a wank. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's your muggle uh, corner? How many are we doing? Just one? We're just going to do one. Each, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with this one. Oh, what one do I go with? Muggles do martial arts how we do martial arts. What, think you know fucking everything about it because you've been doing it three months? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and, God. But then when we're in the gym, we're timid little we, beasts, we, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We are oh, fucking... We, God, it's your bugger call. Um, I, I say this because over the last couple of weeks, you there's been a video on us online of us sparring. Me and David Longley, who I, I love dearly, we've been having banter back and forth on Facebook of us. I've uploaded a video of me hitting a bag and stuff. And it's just, and I'll admit to it, it's a little bit of me going, look at this cool shit I can do, everyone. Yeah. You can't do it. You're posturing. <laughs> no, You're posturing. Yeah, a little bit, but also like, it's something you work at, like we said earlier, so you kind of show it off. It's like when you, you walk, I, I won't walk around with my top off now, but when I've got a six pack, I will. Like, yeah, you know, in the middle that, of winter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your muscles tense, so it looks better. Um, but yeah, it's that little bit of like, and but when we're in the gym. In the Fortnite music, don't know we're finished talking about Fortnite. But, oh, shit, wrong button. Uh, when, we're, when I'm in the gym, I have zero banter, very fo- and it's just like, but when you're outside and people find out you do martial arts, you do start sometimes speaking like you're Bruce Lee and you like, you do catch yourself doing it every oh, now man. and then and you got to yeah. go, I've got to, I've got to calm down for someone that is pretty much a white belt. Because yeah, I, I hear that when, if, if, even if you catch someone talking about martial arts that like you're higher level than, but they don't know that and you hear them, you think, what a fucking muggle, like he oh, is yeah. posturing, like if he's got a little bit of information. Now, when we talk about martial arts, there's somebody that's better than us that could be eavesdropping this guy and fucking who are these muggles what are they talking about yeah because yeah. that, that's what I was saying uh, when I went to interject was that like I will talk a good game and I like and you know what I'm fucking pretty handy at my tie with when it comes to the general public but when I'm in that gym I know fucking nothing <laughs> you know absolutely fucking jack shit do you ever have it when you're in there and you go like Wait, wait, wait. What's that basic thing I'm meant to know? Yeah. <laughs> I keep getting told why I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or like even sometimes you throw a kick and they go, Jesus, twist your hip more, pivot more. And you go, I thought I was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, I catch myself being an absolute uh, mole with it sometimes. However, what, I, what, what brought this to light with me is when uh, I put a video up of me on a bag, someone uh, posted a comment going, uh, you drop your right every time you throw a kick. You drop your right hand, which yeah. to people who listen, you're meant to do that to help generate force and power. Yeah, but There's- you brought your left across your face, so you actually, mm-hmm. even though you were hitting a bag, you were very conscientious that that like if that was an effect. Well, that's what back. that's that's yeah. drilled into you. So the person who said that, then like a load of people sort of liked in agreement with, and I didn't write, but I wanted to write. None of you know what you like. That's real yeah. basic. Day one that shit. Was, that was one thing where I come and defended you because I saw that and I was like, oh, but he's doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's doing it right. And, and people, this person's just been like a fucking backseat driver. Yeah. An armchair fucking. And then it made me think, how many times have I probably done that and someone's bit their lip with me yeah. and just sat there and been like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, whatever. And I notice it sometimes if I go to Moita and I go into an intro class. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be oh, Sometimes I turn up late and I realise, oh, I've come at the wrong time, there's an intro class, I'll jump in. And there might be someone in there who doesn't realise you're a high level who starts then telling you how to do something and you're there going, I'm not doing it properly because I'm taking it really light. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. And, you dang, and then it's that thing of going, I probably have done that a thousand times to someone. Like I, I, there's probably people who listen to this podcast who know. So, so like Ari, uh, yeah. who's uh, Estonian Ari, 
Oh yeah, Oren Matheson. Uh, who uh, who could genuinely, if I jumped into spa with him, it would yeah, last as long as he wanted it to I'm last. I'm sure he's fought professionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure I've probably at some point said something to him where he's just probably bit his lip and been yeah. like, what is this fucking sure. Sunday no- school martial no- art noob. he's talking about? Fucking noob. Well, you know what I think it is with beginners, which we are beginners, yeah. right? Is... When you're in your first six months to a year of, of a sport and you get good at it, you instantly go from into the top 10% of hardest people in the world, right? Right. I, th- I feel like you do that. But the the people above you are so much further above you than the people below you, than the 90%, right? The, that claim from yeah. 10% to the top 1%, right, is a much... It's fucking Siberia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it's like when you vastness. look at someone... Even if you go... Even if when I'm in top training, I go five times a week, there's people in there who go, like, three times a day yeah. or six times a week. Uh-huh. So you're nowhere and near... And they aren't even ranked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, But saying in some of the hardest... I, I, I told a story the other day where I, I absolutely bottled it in a fight. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I came out of a, a session, ordered an Uber... And uh, Uber said it was three minutes away. And I waited about near enough ten minutes, and the Uber still wasn't there. So I called the Uber driver, and uh, I was like to him, "Listen, mate, I uh, I don't want this Uber anymore. It's taking too long. But if I cancel it, I've got to pay a fair charge. I can see on the map you just sat around the corner." He was like, "Look, mate, I'll be there in a minute." So I was like, "All right." And the Uber pulled up, and the two lads got out with McDonald's. So that Uber had been around there waiting because they'd been in McDonald's. They'd made the Uber driver wait, but they were only round the corner. Yeah. Like, they were round the corner. But it was their Uber. But it was their Uber. So when I got out, I heard one of them go, God, that guy on the phone, what a dick. And I just went, I'm not a dick. I was like, I ordered an Uber. It said it would be three minutes. It's not been three minutes. And there was a bit of back and forth. And then one of them was like, get in your cab. I was like, I won't get in my cab. I'll do what I want. And I... What do you mean? Not, I've ordered this Uber. I've moaned it's not going to turn up and now I'm not getting in the Uber. Because someone's telling you what to do. But, but these two lads, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were gay, right? They were staying at a travel lodge. And so it would have looked like a hate crime. So, right. So then one of them starts advancing towards us and I'm like, what am I fucking doing? I got punch drunk like in a couple of days. Like, why am I getting in? Why am I in this ridiculous argument with someone I'm probably going to get along with if we meet under different circumstances? And I get in the cab and I, I just looked at the driver and I went, did I just bottle it with a gay bloke? <laughs> and, then, and he started laughing. And I went, there's no good outcome of that. Either I get the shit kicked out of me and i got to go, oh, this, this nail's gay. And, it, and it's your fucking own ill preconceived judgments to think that he would be at a disadvantage because, you know what it is? He's probably fucking harder than most oh, people he's absolutely. met because he's had to deal with adversity and bullying oh, and fucking all kinds completely. of shit. So that guy is probably mm, fucking tougher than you. Way, way guy. more nails than me. And also, the other bit of me thought, if I win this fight, yeah. all that's going to happen is comedian Elliot still homophobic attack. Yeah, it looks bad, right? <laughs> there's like, then another Sophie Hagen post comes out going, I knew it. <laughs> and if, if you get beat, your friends behind closed doors will fucking go back to the archaic way of insult and be like, you got beat by a gay guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, but then, what is this, the 90s? <laughs> but this is the other thing that I, I, why I never got any inst- in from the confidence of Muay Thai and like winning a fight. I don't have any because I look at the people in my gym and none of them look like they could beat you in a fight. Not a lot of them do. Nah. And not a lot of them do. So I always think, what the fuck does everyone else train? Because I'm soft as shit. So like, what is yeah. everyone else doing? Yeah, you, you, you never like second guess anyone. It's a fucking no. gamble. If you're going to get into a fight, you're rolling the dice with there. Oh, God, man. Imagine, imagine someone new jiu-jitsu and then you're just on the floor being choked and you're like slightly turned on and slightly... <laughs> they don't have to fucking like answer to the tap when it's a street yeah. fight. <laughs> you know, you know, in a street fight, you start tapping their arm and they're like, what? <laughs> you think I'm going to stop? Yeah. You know, you're just being a bit choked. Please, do, do. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll order another Uber. <laughs> Uncle, uncle. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> um, so, yes, I'm going to put it in Muggle Corner that uh, to, to summarise what yours was. is People who start learning a, a thing 
it's mainly a martial art and start talking like they're an authority for it yeah you notice you know? it sometimes with stand-ups like uh, if you do a I noticed it one time I was doing Red Roar at the stand and I was I was closing it and there was a, a guy I was chatting to who didn't really I was closing it I was a pro comedian and started dishing out stand-up it happens advice. a lot in Red Roar and uh, it's that very much that new guy posturing they okay. think everybody else is an open spot yeah so chat to everybody as if they're the better open spot yeah and you walk in as a pro guy you're about to do some new shit yeah and you, have, you have to be given that advice by someone yeah. <laughs> and, it's like, and you sit there and take it yeah, and you sit there going oh yeah cool I'll try that yeah uh, I'll email them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh what, what's that what, what is it you do uh, try write a new joke every day cool yeah, oh, nice, do yeah. You try write topical more cool yeah. do, do you want any special introductions when I work in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anybody trying to be an authority on something that they're new at, it's like none of us are going to be doing seminars about yeah, fucking white yeah, anytime yeah, soon. Uh, Why exactly. the fuck would we uh, start acting like we know? I had a great uh, one, though. And also, hold on, we'll just wrap the muggle corner. And the other one is if you're paying for money on Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Any variation of that where it doesn't affect the game any but makes you look pretty. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking 20 quid. Go to the shop and buy clothes. You've got an avatar to call you. Put some clothes on that. <laughs> you fucking. Uh, right. So, yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in Dublin this weekend. I'll put this out tomorrow so you can catch me tonight. As in, as in, you listen to this on Thursday. Uh, Thursday, the 12th, Friday, the 13th. Woohoo. And uh, that's muggly as well, isn't it? That's, woo-hoo. Oh, you're going to fly on Friday, the 13th? Oh, you're crazy? Oh, it's just a day. So I've been a muggle. Uh, uh, and Saturday the 14th. Cool. I'm at, this weekend, there is a GOAT gang lineup. Um, by the way, we're, we're not greatest of all time. GOAT gang, Gareth War once made a joke about a GOAT. So we're called the GOAT gang because of that. Uh, me, Mark Nelson, Gareth War will be in Edinburgh at the Monkey Barrel. Um, yes, that's so a fucking lineup. fucking insane Go see lineup. them on Friday because they are going to be fucked on Saturday. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I can't go out on the, on the Saturday because I've... A thing to record on a Monday, which I'll be out soon. I'm doing a thing for Comedy Central. So if you want to look at my page or something, that'll be out at some Dublin. point in the next month or cool. so. So if you're in Edinburgh, if you're in Dublin, you can spend time with me and Elliot. And I think Daniel right now is at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So if you're in Australia... Yeah, he, he really needs the... He yeah, really needs he needs, the, he needs yeah. the help, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, that's that, not been going well for him. Let's wrap up on some dad jokes. <laughs> cool. Uh, oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Your your dad gets really nervous before making phone calls. He has to really cheer himself up every time. And nine times out of ten, he'll hang up after one ring. <laughs> your dad reckons his air rifle could kill a man because <laughs> of the bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> your dad rubs his own tummy when he's a good boy. Your dad owns every Lincoln Park album. <laughs> He cried when Chester died. <laughs> that was sad. That was a sad day. Uh, your dad playfully whips your mum with a tea towel as a joke and then gets carried away and makes her cry. <laughs> That's one of my favourites ever. Because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, Mark, what are you like? Mr. Socialist on stage, Mr. Domestic Abuse at home. Sit <laughs> the tea towel. <laughs> Uh, your dad carries a Swiss army knife for protection <laughs> uh, your, your dad carved his name on a tree with his front teeth <laughs> your dad has never won a game of Fortnite <laughs> dad, don't do that for a second he hates it uh, I don't know why we kicked him from the whatsapp group he got, remember when he slagged off Fortnite and uh, kicked fuck. him from the PS4 whatsapp group <laughs> oh, yeah. your own dad yeah, I remember that I put it back in didn't I uh, yeah he doesn't do say anything time. anymore yeah because he's fucking he's, he's, he's Call of Duty yeah. through and through feels like a blood trail I've been in that group um, sorry where was I your dad doesn't like dipping biscuits in his tea because obviously he gets crumbs in and stuff so he slowly pours the tea onto the biscuit instead <laughs> Your dad thinks he's a sneakerhead because he owns a pair of Adidas gazelles. <laughs> your, your dad used to record Top of the Pops while he was at the bingo. Your dad shoplifts from charity shops. <laughs> your dad genuinely thinks he has cancer because his hand's bigger than his face. 
Your dad wrote a Facebook post thanking Jordan Peterson for his newfound confidence. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. You know, the 12 <laughs> steps to the, uh, change, get the chaos out of your life guy, Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You really turned your dad's uh, life around. Uh, he's the one who turned your dad. Tom Horton posts about him a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look this guy up. Is it cool to like him? Um, is he public enemy? Uh, nice. Nah, Does Sophie Hagen like him? No, no, no. Uh, he's like... He's like one of those guys who's, uh, it's like, all right, bro, I get it. You've got some interesting points. Like, and he's like, ah, man, and it's just like, if, you, if you're putting Facebook posts up about how you're going to go see that guy, it's kind of like, oh, bro, come on. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like going to a... Uh, is, help, it, uh, is it righteous? Is it's, it? it's sort of like a seminar where it's like, woo, men, yeah. It's kind of like that other side. It's like meninism. Oh really? No, yeah, not 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 quite that. Not quite that. Like he has some interesting points, but like to be like, woo! It, it worked better as a dad joke without explaining it. Yeah, sorry, mate. I just uh, I'll, I'll look him up. I'll do research and reset. Your dad keeps. <laughs> been love explaining yeah. on this podcast. Your dad keeps telling everybody he had a lump removed, but what he really means is his divorce came through. And it did, and he's fucking ecstatic. <laughs> and he's telling everyone he had a love room. <laughs> Take that, Natasha. <laughs> you cunt. Does your mum sometimes listen to this? No, that's not my mum. That's my dad's. Uh, oh, his ex-wife. His ex-wife. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I thought I was calling your mum a lump. No, 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 no. There's <laughs> there, uh, Natasha Steele. <laughs> Got to keep the surname, don't you? No, um... Sorry, that uh, your dad goes to the dentist every week just so he can sit in a waiting room and read Hello magazine without feeling he's being judged. <laughs> your dad always asks for the old batteries from our podcast and equipment so he can put them in the fire alarm because the intermittent beeps keep him company. <laughs> and scene. Oh, no, no I've got a couple more. A couple more? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Your dad reckons he cooked a mean spaghetti carbonara. <laughs> I've got one more. Your dad owns a if found, please return to the pub despite being a recovering alcoholic. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I meant to put shirt. Oh, yeah, I, got, I got you on the boat. You lost all your flow and yeah, confidence I'm, and everything, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, that I'm, one doesn't fall too far from the <laughs> I've not had a lot of sleep. All right, I'll go get some. Uh, well, that, that summarises this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Please share it. Uh, please... <laughs> Please leave your comments and reviews on iTunes and uh, just please keep just uh, keep being with us every month. And I should 